When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Rams are at the Cardinals. That's a 425 Eastern kick. Rams, another team. They are a road favorite. Three and a half point favorites. Total there. Heading to Arizona, 48 and a half. Nick, you know, again, one of my favorite plays on the board, man. I really like the Rams, minus three and a half against yeah, me Arizona. Too. Me too. I really like them. I, I, by the way, I, I just want to make, make sure I make this clear. I hate Arizona in general. I don't, not, not the state. I mean, the actual team. Uh, I, I just don't. They're I don't frauds. trust anything about yeah, them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I actually that, had them at plus 700 to start 0-4, and, and I was really thinking that was going to go for a while. Wow. And then last week just ruined it for me. Yeah. I was like, damn it. Man, that win last week was so deceiving. They got so lucky to win that game. All they had to yeah. go right. I watched every play of that game, Nick, and... It, uh, you know, Kyler Murray is throwing the ball to A.J. Green like he's A.J. Green from five, six years ago, and he's just not. Hollywood Brown, I mean, please, I watched him with the Ravens for four years. I, I Give me 25 <laughs> receivers better than Hollywood Brown. And then, uh, you know, the defense isn't as great as it was last year. Arizona, they're a great road team. Do you know the Arizona's first seven road games of last season, they won all of them by double digits? Yep. They're a great road yep. team. And then obviously they run on they went on the road last week. Epic comeback won that one, but they're at home this week. And the thing about the NFC West, Nick, we know this man. It's the weirdest division in the sense that everybody dominates one another. So you have San Francisco who dominates the Rams. And then you have the Rams who dominate the Cardinals. And the Cardinals dominate the Seahawks. And the Seahawks dominate the 49ers. And it's like just a whole <laughs> square of domination. But the Rams, man, ever since McVay has been there and Kingsbury's been there, he owns them. The Rams are 10-1 and in their last 11 games against Arizona, including the playoffs. They just own them. And Arizona, look, they have been outscored in the first half this season 43-7. to They do not get off to a good start. So I like the Rams' first half as well. I think they get a, get off to a good start. Stafford's thrown five picks here in the first two games. But you think about the teams that he's played against, you know, the Bills, obviously, with that great defense. And Atlanta, who does, I mean, they have a decent pass rush. They had four sacks in their first game against the Saints. They had some pressure against Stafford last week. Arizona just doesn't pressure the quarterback. They don't get sacks. So I like the Rams minus three and a half. I think that's a really strong play this week. They... That Buffalo loss doesn't look as bad as it originally did because Buffalo just is a freaking machine. They're going to beat a lot of people by a lot of points this season. And the Falcons game a little misleading because they were in control of that for a while. But I think they have a strong performance this week on the road in Arizona. Cover that three and a half for the people. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about Matt Stafford and the turnovers. But then again, he's 
thrown plenty of interceptions in his career, so it's not. Yeah, led the league in interceptions it, last year. It worked out. <laughs> it's not like it's anything new. Uh, right. Yeah, the big thing. The big thing here is just that they they need to be able to run the ball a little bit more too. They have not run the ball consistently. Yes. You got to be able to have that second dimension of your offense. Even though we know they're going to be a pass first team. I mean, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Eight straight games with a receiving touchdown. By the way, the longest active streak in the NFL right now. The last player to do that was AJ Green. Remember when AJ Green was like the best receiver in the NFL? That oh, was ten yeah. years ago. When he was on on a streak like that, it's been a long, long time. Wow. So it's this is what you expect the Rams to do. I would like to see more from Allen Robinson. the The lack of targets for him is mind yeah. blowing to me. Because when Odell came over, they were targeting him left I don't and right, understand and we it. thought Robinson would be that way. And Robert Woods is gone. I, I'm surprised by it. Too. I actually took the under forty nine and a half receiving yards for uh, for Allen Robinson. Okay. I think that's a, for that type of number right there. When he had what thirteen week one, I think fifty three last week. You're right at that cusp where I feel like they're just not. He's not. He hasn't been incorporated enough into the offense. I think there's a reasonable amount. Yeah, that number's more just, on the upside for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I could see him. I mean, he could go out there and get you 40 receiving yards, three catches for 40 yards. I mean, that's that. They just they're not. They're not targeting him at all. And I don't get it. I, it's just it's mind blowing to me. What's your pecking order in the NFC? Because in the AFC, we know it's the Bills, Chiefs, and everybody yeah. else. But in yeah. the NFC, I'm Eagles right now. Yeah, I'm Eagles. Wow. I mean, after what I saw, and I, you know what I would actually say. And we're going to get to their game next segment, the 49ers. It's changed for me with the 49ers because of Jimmy G. Uh, mm. the, the the outlook on their season mm. is so much brighter. Now, I, I couldn't agree their more. Their long-term future is a whole different conversation. Yes. Yeah, that's as cloudy as it could be. And that starts with the offseason. And that's not really going to be on in the betting space and we're focused on right now, obviously. But I will talk about that tomorrow, 12 to 2 Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you very much. There's all kinds of angles with that that we must address. But, you know, look, that being said, I I just the NFC is I'd probably go. Yeah, I'd probably go Eagles, 49ers. I got to put the Rams in there because it's the Rams. I have more confidence in the Rams than I do the Bucks right now. The offensive line issues and the receiver issues, not just not just, you know, suspension, but they've got a lot of injuries at wide receiver right now. I know it's Tom Brady, but dude, Tom Brady doesn't even seem like he wants to play yeah. right now. This is one of those things where you go, wait, do you, do, do you actually want to go back and retire? Like, what right. if you just no, retired I, right in the middle of the season? I get that vibe, too. Isn't it crazy that the Packers are, like, fifth on that list for you? And what did I think about? I don't know. I really think San Francisco is my one. I agree with you. With Jimmy G, man, mm-hmm. great defense. Kittle, Debo. I mean, we know any running back that plays in that system will be effective. Jimmy G, all he does is win games. The O-line's good. And Shanahan's my favorite play caller in football. So. NFC is an interesting, interesting league. It I just really don't. Is. I don't trust the Packers because so much of their game plan now has to be run the football. But you're taking one of the best quarterbacks in the game out of the game by running the football that much. I agree. So how good can you be? Your upside right now is just not as high as a team like the Eagles or the 49ers, just simply because you're limiting yourself with a bunch of rookie receivers that don't have chemistry with their quarterback that's calling them out, and you got two great running backs. So yeah, you should be running the football more, but. You got Aaron for, for Rodgers. I know. Aaron freaking Rodgers, man. Like Four-time MVP. Right. Yeah. So it's it's difficult. Uh, this game, ugh, but whatever. We got to do it. <laughs> Seahawks, one-point favorites. I actually like the game a lot. I know. I mean, there is stuff there. I don't. No. I would never watch it, mm. but there is at least something. Uh, Seahawks are one-point favorites at home against the Falcons. That total is at 42. Give me Atlanta, Nick. Okay. Be- because I just think they're better. Yeah. I just think they're better. Seattle, look, their Super Bowl was week one against Russell Wilson. That was their Super Bowl. And the first half, they played great. In the second half, their offense was abysmal. They didn't cross midfield. 
They didn't score a point. They needed two Denver turnovers on the one-yard line to win that game. And then against San Francisco, the offense gets shut out. The only points they scored were from a block field goal. Seattle is who we thought they were, in the words of Dennis Green. They are who we thought they, they were. They are who we thought they were. And we let were. them off the hook. That's exactly right. Their offense is no good. I know Geno Smith this and that against the spread. Well, he doesn't have much of a spread to cover here because it's a pick The defense is no good. And Atlanta, they should have beaten New Orleans week one. Yep. And they were in the red zone against the Rams with a minute to go, had a chance to win that game. So they're fighting hard. Drake London looks like a really good rookie wide receiver. Mariota's actually been playing better than people thought he would. Like I mentioned, the defense has been getting pressure, and not many people realize that. They've been forcing turnovers. So I like Atlanta to win this game for the simple fact I just think they're better. I still think people are in the perception that, oh, we could get that Seattle team that we saw against Denver. But it was for one half, and and then in the second half, they were awful. And then against San Francisco, they were awful too. So give me Atlanta minus 110, one of my favorite five plays of the week. I'm actually going to a prop in that. I like Marcus Mariota over 208 and a half yards passing. Mariota's actually had a pretty good season so far. Yeah, not bad. 411 yards through the first two games. Seattle's defense is 24th in passing yards allowed. Yeah, their defense. Russell no Wilson good. lit him up for 340, and that offense looks terrible in Denver, and he still had 340 against them. <laughs> now, I know Russell Wilson, Marcus Mariota. I'm still, you know, I, Russell Wilson is not who he used to be, but he's not Marcus Mariota. That being said, 208 is not a high number. Not Over a two high eight and a half. No. So I, I give Mariota credit. At some point, he's going to lose that starting job because it's just inevitable with what, what what's yeah. going on there. Just like in Seattle, you're going to have Drew Locke eventually is going to start for Seattle. I, I mean, it's just. It's a team that's trying to lose football games, but it's when you look at what Mariota's at least been able to done do through the first couple of weeks, he's got a chance there. He's got a chance to at least put up those numbers. I'm I'm curious to see what Geno Smith continues to look like over the next couple of weeks too. I I do expect Drew Locke at some point to be starting, but you know, week one was MVP Geno Smith. He's completing 81 percent of his passes right now. It's yeah, insane. It is. No, Nick, and you bring up a great point with Mariota. Remember, he went to the University of Oregon, so he gets to play in the Pacific Northwest again. I think yep. he wants to put on a show in front of all his former friends and family and college players and all that good stuff. So I think Mariota is going to want to have a big game for himself. The Falcons have been playing hard. They look better. They're owing two straight up, but two and zero against the spread. And I, I think the spread is telling you that if this game was in Atlanta, the Falcons would probably be favored by like three points. So I think they're the better team. So I'm I'm taking Atlanta on the Interesting thing with Seattle and Pete Carroll, he's actually fifteen and four against the spread in his last nineteen games without Russell Wilson. Wow. So it does factor in a little bit. I mean, obviously the team is different over time, but you know, he has had success against the spread when Russell Wilson hasn't been starting for them. Right, so. and again, those numbers are usually like a plus seven, sure, eight and a half. Of course, so that's hey, the thing I a like. Covers a, a cover, it is a, a cover. Co- that's why it's you're damn right. Back to the Texans again, right? Teddy Bridgewater, Geno Smith. We love those quarterbacks, <laughs> man. He gets the spread machines. It's yeah. That's I actually I do try to look for those when I can too. Is those those opportunities where a team can just go in and. You have just such a monster spread. More often than not, it's why I loved Houston plus 10 last week. It's like Denver's coming off of a horrible situation week one. They look completely inept. They don't look comfortable. There's no momentum whatsoever. And Houston, once again, it's just springy Houston Texans. You got, But we don't have any of those spreads really this week. No. It's a much different week this time around. A lot of that obviously is because of the home underdogs. You're, you're not going to have these monsters. You know, you don't have like a 10-point dog at home. 
though that would be funny. It's a tough week. You know, obviously, I have a lot of friends and colleagues in the sports betting business and just talking to everybody. And the consensus is like, it's a tough week. It is. Like, it's a tough. It really is. You look at this board, it's tough, man. Again, there are no spreads that are bigger than seven points. So it should be hard because all these games, theoretically, on paper, should be close, should be competitive. And, uh, I mean, Nick, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, it's it's gambling. It's it's the NFL. Anything can happen. In well, we've seen that through the first two weeks, haven't we? I was sure watching have. the Ravens game with a couple of Ravens fans. And, man, they were ripping me and my commanders. And then, ha! Ha! Payback! Take that! <sighs> with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.